15 years from now at Thanksgiving? They'll be teasing me over that. Yeah, remember when Dad used to like ask us if we wanted to go to the dump? <laughs> yeah. with him? He was all excited. Right. I've done that too. Total Dad thing. Hey, to... who wants to help me out? We're going to the dump today. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. 12 minutes after 5 on Wisconsin's Morning News. How long can something sit at the curb with the sign that says free <laughs> before it just is... Like, Before no one's you, taking this. You need to get rid of it, man. It's still on you to, to retrieve <laughs> yeah, right? and bring back into the house and deal with. And it's got to be pretty bad, right? <laughs> you could put almost any darn thing at the curb and somebody wants it. I am impressed and amazed by what will be taken away. I just notice on my way around town, I live in Greendale, and there's a road that I travel in Greenfield, and there's been a couch sitting out there with free on it for days. <laughs> like in the rain as it got hit? With some precip, yeah, and it's uh, it's not in good shape. The couch, my wife is in the market for well, always, but you sure, know, we need yeah. it. You know, I'm like, hey, right here, like this <laughs> might be worth taking a look at. Get the van and we'll load it up. You know, what do you think? So uh, she was a hard pass on that. <laughs> I just oh, had the wow. thought, like, it's got to be in pretty rough shape if somebody's not taking that right. Days say if with you, the free sign, yeah, you can't have it. Is it outside of a house or like, yeah, over? okay, it's like at yep, the curb, yep, yep. yeah, free. I don't think that one's going to be taken yeah. now. It's been too long. We do it. We've had a lot of success. Like I've put couches out before and they've been gone. I've put bikes out. Before. Bicycles always go pretty oh, for quick. Sure. Weed whacker I put out there once, gone. Really? Why are you getting rid of the weed whacker? I um, prom- promoted myself to a battery pack. Oh, there you go. And right. It's awesome. It's super quick and easy to use. So I didn't want to throw away the gas one. It still worked properly. So do you have, do you, uh, how do you do it out there in the falls? Do they collect yard waste or do you have one of those? Uh, we have a so we have a dump. I got to drive yeah. to. Uh, they do one yard waste collection at the beginning of the the season. I think Greenfield collects it on a f- somewhat regular basis. There seems to be a schedule because everybody had their yard waste things out. That's not in, you, in huh? Green, that's not me. Oh, but listen, folks, if you're just putting it out at the curb, you're denying yourself the experience of <laughs> going to in, in Greendale. We call it our recycling center. <laughs> but yeah, loading that up. Yep, I go at least maybe six, seven times it's a good year. Good times, right? That's Feels good. Yeah. Unloading all this stuff. I'm doing it myself. It is amazing when you actually bring garbage to the dump and you bring all the stuff, you haul it out there, it's super heavy, and then you go with your little weight to pay, and they're like, okay, a buck fifty-four. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, here you go. I know that's something that my kids, like 15 years from now at Thanksgiving, they'll be teasing me over that. Yeah, remember when dad used to like ask us if we wanted to go to the dump? <laughs> He was all excited. Right, I've done that too. Total dad thing. Hey, who wants to help me out? We're going to the dump today. See all the birds. Right. 515, Brandon Snide has sports coming up next. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. Following a tough loss on Monday night, the Milwaukee Brewers found themselves once again down late in the seventh inning when William Contreras came to the plate and help turn things around for the Brew Crew. And the first pitch to Contreras is lined into left center field. This is going to plug the gap. The one hops the wall. Two runs are going to score. Contreras into second, and the Brewers lead it 6-5. to five. Lane Grindle on the call right here on WTMJ. As Contreras hit that two-run double to put Milwaukee ahead for good as the Brewers come back from a four-run deficit to beat the Arizona Diamondbacks 7-5 to five on Tuesday night. 
to secure the team's 38th win. Big hit obviously was Williams, you know, double, which was huge. Um, but, but Owens, Owens tack on hit. Uh, Willie beat Willie beating the beating the double play. So there was a lot of big plays, and um, we just ball and play. You know when we needed it. The Brewers will go for the series win later this afternoon. It's an early pitch today. Coverage gets underway right here on WTMJ beginning at 12:35. Over to the NFL, where things in Green Bay could look a little different in 2023. Aaron Rodgers is out. Jordan Love is in. Count Packers pass rusher Preston Smith as one who is ready for the world to see. He got a lot of great, great quarterback attributes, and I feel like he'll be great. You know, just gotta let him get in there, get comfortable, and, and get the floor because I've seen him make some great athletic throws. I seen him do a lot of things in practice that I was like, hey, that kid, is, he's almost ready, you know, in the past. And I feel like now the Packers believe in him, the team believes in him, a lot of guys believe in him, and we believe, you know, he's ready to lead his team on offense. Smith joined NFL Total Access on Tuesday as the Packers will get their look at Jordan Love beginning in a few weeks with training camp set to begin on July 25th. Lastly, the NBA draft is ready to tip off tomorrow night. The Milwaukee Bucks owning just one selection this year, for now at least. Number 58th overall, the big focus for John Horse and Company. Their own roster, Chris Middleton, has until June 29th to accept or decline the $40 million player option on his contract. And Brooke Lopez is heading towards free agency. He will be able to negotiate with any team after July 1st. The aforementioned Jordan Love with his Father's Day best wishes for Bears fans. There's a lot more to that story, and we have it next on Wisconsin's Morning News. Join WTMJ Sandy Max and the American Red Cross for our WTMJ Cares event. It's at the Milwaukee County Zoo. It's a blood drive. You can donate blood during the three-day drive Monday, June 26th through Wednesday, the 28th to help boost the supply of necessary blood during this shortage. Plus, if you register for the event, you'll get free zoo admission and tickets to Summerfest. Summerfest tickets are available as supplies last. For more information and to sign up, you can text the word BLOOD to 855-616-1620, 855-616-1620. That's the WTMJ Cares and our very own Sandy Max with the help of Gruber Law Offices. So, Eric, you and Brandon had the story the other day of Jordan Love. He had this video for a fan on Father's Day. Bears fans. He wished, like, happy Happy Father's Day to Bears fans and then <laughs> ends with Go Pack Go. Yeah. And it was just, like, no one knew what to make of it. Well, the internet made things of it, Oh, right? sure. Twitter went nuts. The fan who recorded it wants to set the record straight. WTMJ's Tony Cartagena talked with him. Happy Father's Day to uh, all the Bears fans out there. Go Pack Go. It started off as a fun video that Packers quarterback Jordan Love recorded for a fan at a football camp over in France. And then the internet did what the internet does and ran wild with an out-of-context quote. Some guys, whoever, I don't really care anyway, uh, took that video for, for themselves and, uh, and started spreading it. And obviously out of context because they didn't know what it was about. And they, they all thought it was Jordan Love's genuine uh, video, which uh, it was not. Obviously, it was on my request and he kindly uh, <laughs> accepted it. That's Christoph, a father of two whose sons were participating in the football camp that Love and a couple other NFL quarterbacks were hosting over the weekend. Christoph is a Bears fan. And when there was a break in the action, he politely asked Love just to record a friendly video for fellow Bears fans and NFL fans on Father's Day. No, as, as a person, honestly, he was uh, super cool to, to, to the kids and uh, everyone in that, in that camp. Uh, 
Um, he never shied away for anything, uh, signed autographs, obviously made some videos and uh, picked, well, photos with everyone asking. Um, that, that was really uh, a, a very cool moment. Bleacher Report posted an image saying Jordan Love did not hold back with a crying eyes emoji. Barstool Sports sent out a tweet saying Jordan Love accidentally wished all the Bears fans a happy Father's Day, implying he is their son. Kristoff talked exclusively with WTMJ and wanted to set the record straight. You know, so, some people are, are well are talking about uh, what he said and how he said it in the video. What people need to understand, that was right in the middle of that camp with kids going all around and, uh, well, kids and older kids, okay, but uh, still, and, and that was not the, the purpose of making that, that, that video. So, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's out of context and don't, don't be rude with what he said or whatever because there is no need for that, really. Love took to Twitter on Sunday afternoon and said, was asked to do a special favor for this fan, didn't think much of it, LOL, but I see y'all really took it and ran with it. Regardless, I hope everyone had a great Father's Day. Go Paco. In return, Kristoff, who has been a Bears fan since 1991 when he studied abroad in Illinois, had a message to Packers Nation. Uh, of course, I can also wish a happy Father's Day to all the, all the Packers. And uh, unlike uh, my friend Jordan said, uh, I would say bear down. Tony Cartagena, WTMJ News. <laughs> all right. So are we done with this now? Right? <laughs> he wasn't poking at Bears fans. He wasn't making some sort of larger comment. We, we can put it to Bears bed. fans. Right. We can put it to bed, right? Yeah. Officially over. But I enjoyed it for a few days. I think we should create some type of who's your daddy sign, right? When the Packers and Bears play, right? Bring this back, light it up a little bit. I want to give uh want to give the couple of games in here before we start bragging on anybody though. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like let's just see how things are, are shaping up. Well, it looks fantastic for the launch of Summerfest, which is, yeah, sneaking up on you tomorrow. First day of the big gig. Gates open at noon, and if you're part of the early crowd, come by and see us. I'm going to be at the Johnsonville-Somerville stage. That's the stage at the north end of the grounds. So on the west side of things there, north end of the grounds, right when the gates open at noon. I will be judging, Eric, the Top Your Brought contest yes. from Johnsonville. All right. 270 entries they got. They've whittled it down to three finalists. The winner gets a year's supply of Johnsonville sausage. Here's Stephanie Schaefer from Johnsonville. Just simply write what might be up to three toppings that you would put on a original Johnsonville brat and what the vessel would be. You know, is it a lettuce leaf, a romaine lettuce? Is it a pita bread? Is it a naan bread or a traditional bun? And then give it a name. And our kitchens team is going to pick three finalists. Well, I can tell you it's not a lettuce leaf. No, <laughs> no, that's not the so vessel. Are you able to share what the finalists are or no? Uh, I can. Oh, actually, I am privy to that information. Excellent. So among the judges of whom I'm one for the contest will be Johnsonville owner. They call him the Sausage King, Ralph Steyer, and several others will be judging. Let me give you the metric first, and then I'll tell you who's in the finals. Okay. Taste is 25% of the, uh, the, the, the score. Uh, originality and creativity, 25%. Visual representation is 20%. It's got to be easy to consume because you got to remember these are Summerfest goers and they might be walking with the food or sitting down and have to enjoy it. That's 15%. And then what's the title of the, of the sandwich? And that's another 15%. So those are your judging parameters, Vince. 
Okay, so it's fairly complex, actually. I suppose. I, I guess can't so, just walk right? around and wing it. Ah, I like this. I don't like that. you got to show your work there. So here are the three finalists. The Eurobrot that has, it's T-Z-A-T-Z-I-K-I sauce. Tzatziki. Tzatziki? Yeah. What kind of sauce is that? That's thing? like uh, what you get on Euros. Okay, exactly. Because also in there is pico and feta cheese crumbles and the vessel, as Stephanie right. described it, is, is pita bread. Okay, so there's one. That sounds all right. The northern walking brat, queso salsa and pico with crushed Fritos, and that's served on a tortilla. I thought maybe a little bit of whitefish or something thrown on there, too, for flavor. <laughs> some crumbled walleye, <laughs> some fried walleye crumbles. And then this one, at, listen, in the in the name of the brat category, this is already the winner, the Cabrazzi brat. Ooh. You know, because Luca Brazzi sleeps with the fishes, but sure. uh, this is different. Yep. Fresh mozzarella, bruschetta sauce, and tomatoes on an Italian bun. I so want to hear some of the, the fails. Some of the submissions. <laughs> what didn't make it? <laughs> yeah. right. One guy just ketchup. <laughs> That's how you got to eat it. Right? The, Mayo. The winner will also have their creation on the menu at the Somerville stage for Summerfest 2024. So hope to see you first thing as we kick off the festival, the Johnsonville Top Your Brat Contest. Charlie Murphy's cooking Johnsonville Brat! Johnsonville Brat! Folks can't resist the simply great taste of Johnsonville Brat. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The roller coaster season continued on for the Milwaukee Brewers on Tuesday night. The crew found themselves down by a run late again in the seventh inning against Arizona with William Contreras at the plate and runners in scoring position. And the first pitch to Contreras is lined into left center field. This is going to plug the gap. It one hops the wall. Two runs are going to score. Contreras into second, and the Brewers lead it 6-5. to five. Lane Grindle on the call right here on WTMJS. Contreras knocked in a two-run double to put Milwaukee ahead for good as the Brewers, who were once down by four runs, came back to beat Arizona 7-5 to five on Tuesday night securing their 38th win of the year. I mean, it's a good win, and um, that's a good team. Uh, there's no question that's a good team. And, um, you know, you spot a team four runs, it's it's an uphill climb for sure. You know, we, we put zeros up after the that, – that's the big thing, give up one run for the last six innings. So that's, that's the key to that. They caught some breaks early, and we caught some breaks late. With the win, the Brewers have now won their last four out of five games but remain a half a game out of the top spot in the National League Central – as Cincinnati remains red hot, the Reds now winners of 10 straight games. The Brewers will look to keep pace and go for the series win later this afternoon. Coverage gets underway right here on WTMJ beginning at 1235. From the diamond to the court as the Milwaukee Bucks begin their quest for yet another championship. The NBA draft tipping off on Thursday night as the Bucks face major decisions this offseason with players currently on their roster. Chris Middleton has a player option and Brooke Lopez is an unrestricted free agent. Like They've got a make some pretty big decisions, and they don't have a lot of optionality if they decide to not have those players on their team or those players decide to not be on their team, and that's Giannis is certainly watching all of that. The draft will be one focus come Thursday night. However, player movement could become the main focus. Reportedly, Pelicans Zion Williamson and Blazer star Damian Lillard are being shopped around on the trade market. Can I get a ruling on the word optionality? Anyone? Is that a real word? I think it is a real word. Optionality. Yeah, it's a real. It's a real. It's a real word. Give me a minute. I'm gonna look at it. talk amongst yourselves. I'm I'm googling that right now. What is the word origin for 
Optionality. Please spell the word. That's a word. Use it in a sentence, please. Yes. The quality of being available to be chosen, but not obligatory. These projects provide excellent optionality for our shareholders. Kind of like legality, optionality. Okay. Well, it's a good thing you were listening today, don't you think? You learned something new. 548 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Coming up, what is inside that plea deal for the president's son? And what about conservative complaints that justice is not blind? That story next. I want to thank Joe for lighting us up here on the Old National Bank talking text line, 855-616-1620. I said the video stream had no sound, but Pancake is back in the house and he says he's on it. All right. Greg Pancake Hill, the producer of the program. Good time for me to remind you, you can not only just listen to Wisconsin's Morning News, you can watch it too. All of your favorite WTMJ shows are streaming live on video from our studios here at the Avenue. You can watch online at WTMJ.com. You can use the mobile app, WTMJ YouTube page, and on our social channels. Look while you listen with the WTMJ video stream. You know what else you can do? Now with sound. You know what else you can do? What, What else can I do? You can hear every portion of the program, interviews, segments, what have you, by texting the word Vince... And the word optionality, and no, just Vince, <laughs> the word Vince to the old National Bank talk and text line, 855-616-1620. We send you back the podcast page. The president's son, Hunter Biden, in the news that broke early Tuesday morning, agreeing to plead guilty to multiple federal crimes, but escaping more serious consequences that conservatives certainly have been pushing for as the result of a years-long Department of Justice investigation. Let's get you started with ABC News Chief Justice Correspondent Pierre Thomas. He now admits he didn't pay $100,000 in taxes for each of two years, money he has since paid back. As part of the plea deal, he will likely avoid jail time. Prosecutors expected to instead recommend probation with conditions, likely calling for him to remain drug-free for two years and banning him from owning a gun again. The man in charge of the investigation, U.S. Attorney David Weiss, was appointed by former President Donald Trump and kept on by Attorney General Merrick Garland to show he would not meddle in the case. So what's ultimately going to happen to the son of the sitting president. ABC's Aaron Katursky, kind of not much. On a firearms charge, which is a felony, he has agreed to a diversion program. And this is something that will require him to admit to certain conduct. But if he abides by the terms of his agreement with prosecutors, they will in turn drop that charge. It will go away. So Hunter Biden is not going to serve any prison time here, it's likely. So as I alluded to, Republicans, conservatives not happy with the deal, calling it a slap on the wrist. What did we think they would say, though? <laughs> like, oh, well, okay. No matter Let's what it was. Let's move on to other things. Right. Well, and they're certainly not. Uh, GOP, at least in the House, pledging to continue to investigate the president's son. Uh, contents on the laptop. There are the allegations of multiple LLCs that were diverting money from various sources to the Biden family. They pledged to continue those investigations. Um, Here's Senator John Kennedy, Republican, Louisiana. They've made him a very good deal, and and he uh, he sucked it up like a Hoover Deluxe. Like a Hoover Deluxe. (laughs) Sound like a good deal to me. I will say this. This happens a lot in the justice system, by the way, when deals are offered, and oftentimes... Criminals or defendants will take such deals in order to avoid having to go through a trial or get thrown into prison. Well, and I think it's a fair question to ask of why not prosecute it out? 
right? If this was going to be the only, you know, oftentimes if you're a prosecutor, you make a plea deal because I'm not sure how this will play out in court. Yeah, good point. Let's see, let's see what we can get. So at least we get the suspect on whatever the crime, at least we get that person on something. You know, did they not feel they had a strong enough case to take to court? Have we heard from the special prosecutor? It's that guy that, that Trump, it was a Trump appointee. The special prosecutor involved in this case. Uh, indeed, and I don't know that we have a comment from that person. Here's a defense attorney and former federal prosecutor, Shan Wu, speaking with ABC News, because there's been a lot of discussion about former President Trump saying that you know his case with the documents that were removed from the White House is being treated far more seriously, prosecuted more aggressively. One involves the national security, the most sensitive aspects of national defense, and the other is the actions of a person who was addicted to drugs uh, and failed to pay their taxes. As for the president, I have not heard any comment. The White House did issue a statement, uh, not very extensive. I think he was at something and he was asked about it, but I did not hear him offer any sort of comment on it. But uh, this is what we have. The White House saying in a statement that the president and first lady love their son and support him. Coming up next. <laughs> All I mean, right. I'll let that sit where it is. Business headlines are up next from the Milwaukee Business Journal. Here's Sean Ryan. The Air Force awards a $1.8 million contract to Madison-based Holos that develops virtual reality education software. The resulting product will help more companies create VR training for the Air Force. Milwaukee aldermen could vote on whether to increase the local sales tax on July 11th after Governor Tony Evers signs off on the state shared revenue bill. Milwaukee alders could also pursue elimination of parts of that bill that limit local powers. Harley Davidson pays for a promotional wrap around one of the downtown Milwaukee streetcar vehicles. That wrap advertises the motorcycle manufacturer's upcoming homecoming anniversary festival in mid-July. This is Sean Ryan with MilwaukeeBusinessJournal.com on News Radio WTMJ.